Today's episode of Down to Dunk is brought to you by Robinhood. With Robinhood, you can invest in stocks, options, and ETFs right from your phone. You can even spend and earn interest on uninvested cash. And with fractional shares, you can buy stocks in any amount, including companies like Apple, Amazon, and Tesla, for as little as $1. And that's with no commission fees or amount minimums. So whether you're new to investing and ready to learn, or just looking for a better experience, stop waiting and join the 10 million Robinhood users. Listeners can get started with a free stock by going to Robinhood.com. All investments involve risk. This is not an investment advice, a recommendation, or a solicitation of any security. Other fees may apply. Visit rbnhd.co forward slash fees. The free stock program is subject to certain limitations. Annual percentage yield on uninvested cash is paid by program banks and is variable. Robinhood Financial is not a bank. I'm Deontay Burton, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Hamadou Diallo. Hey, I'm Danilo Gallinari. I'm Chris Paul, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Louis Dort, and I'm down to Dort. What's Dort? I'm not gonna lie, I don't know what that was. In English, bro. I'm Darius Baisley, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shake Gilders Alexander. I'm Steven Adams. I'm Andre Robinson, and I'm down to dunk. On you. Hello and welcome to Down to Dunk, episode 791. Part of the athletic, like one of the coolest things we've ever done. Part of the athletic, you can find us there. You also, just a reminder, you can find some specialized content there. Some of these podcasts we've done, or Andrew has done with uh, writers on the athletic. Check us out there. Also, anywhere you can subscribe to podcasts, you will always get your Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays where they have always been with me today. Andrew. Slam through. And Taylor. Once there was this kid who got into an accident and couldn't come to school. But when he finally came, slammed through. This is Jaden. Hey, we are so excited to be here. We've got a lot of Thunder Talk. It's been a crazy... uh, it's just a full week of Thunder basketball, and it doesn't slow down. We got two games tonight, back to back. We play Miami tonight. Tonight, both of them. They play <laughs> oh. at six o'clock. The game ends at eight thirty. They go shower off, get ready for the next one. That next one starts at ten o'clock. So, it's <laughs> a true back to back. That is a true back to back. Yeah, better they get clean. For, media between games. You better get clean for Dame. Baby. They have to shower, man. You know how bad those guys smell. I mean, you know how bad they smell. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, but they did. They had a, a few games this week. They played Toronto most recently in a wild game. Yeah, it was just it. It was one of those games that I really thought they were going to pull it off at the end. They got so close, especially that like Gallo and one dunk where you're just like, yes, and you think they're going to do it, like they're going to make this happen, and then Kyle Lowry kills their hopes with yeah. two of these like mid range shots that you would want him to take every time but he made them there were a few moments in that game where the raptors reminded you like there were moments where you're like okay it's just not the thunder night i actually after i think norman powell hit that one where he had to like double clutch after chris oh, no. ball after Cir- that one circus shot somewhere in there the thunder were down 18 and so i just flipped over because it was the same night portland was playing houston yeah so i flipped over to espn and watched a little bit of that and turn it back and i'm like oh they're down by seven and the crowd is insane yeah 
Uh, and they were, man. It was so close. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just couldn't get over on the other side. That not, Gallo does those every time. Here's the thing about Gallo. Every time he dunks, I'm surprised. <laughs> I know, and it's based to me. It's based on the way he runs. Yeah, it's the way he like, runs up and down the court. You're like, oh, is he okay? Like, is he gonna make it? And then he like has like this like burst of explosion that only lasts like two feet from the rim. Because like some guys when they're exploding, like when Russell explodes to the rim, it starts at like half. Court. You know, yeah, absolutely. You and know Gallo, you don't know it's happening right until it's happening, and you're like, oh, I didn't know he could do that. Yeah. Every, you're right every time. Yeah, so the last three in the, the crazy game, I think everybody just kind of buried this game a little bit. I know you talked a little bit about it with McKelly, but uh, last Saturday they played at home against the Lakers B team and just didn't show up, didn't play defense. Mm-hmm. Kind of a lot of the similar things with Toronto. They just couldn't they couldn't cut that lead uh, against Toronto the way, or against the Lakers like they did to Toronto. Then yeah. they went and they had this, you know, 20, 20, 10 game from Shea against the dumpster fire Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. Uh, but that was a week that was. Taylor, what are your thoughts on on what you saw from the Thunder this past week? Well, Taylor hasn't been at his microphone for the last 25 seconds. Dang. so he That's doesn't, not true. I was only know. gone for like uh, seven seconds. Hey, so he, here's a fun stat. Danilo Gallinari has just as many dunks as Hamadou Diallo does this season. And he has more dunks than Shea and more dunks than Darius Baisley. And he has 15 more dunks than Terrence Ferguson on the season. <laughs> he has fi- – Gallinari has 15 more dunks than Ferguson? Yep. He's dunked that many times. Aren't you just surprised he has 15 period dunks, right? Like He has 18 dunks on the season. Terrence Ferguson has three. Dennis Schroeder has two. Man. Terrence Ferguson you know, Gall- has one more dunk. I mean, that is – that is a crime. That is an NBA crime. It is. Trade Ferg for that reason. Three dunks. Gallinari runs like uh, Clump does. <laughs> you know, like he looks like his hips like Clump. don't move at all. Sherman Clump? Clump? Yeah, Sherman Clump. You remember when Sherman Clump's in his, dra- his gray sweatsuit? Oh, yeah. Like that's what Gallinari looks like when he runs. The, Except uh, he's just not fat. The I'm so excited scene when he's... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a you. You all are like some nutty professor. We're nutty groups. about the nutty professor. It's very good. I actually told my kids. My kids wanted a bedtime story. Like, tell me a story, Dad. Okay, I'm going to tell you the story of the nutty professor. I honestly, <laughs> I honestly did that the other night. No, not joking. Uh, yeah, it was. It's been a. I don't know. You were disappointed they lost to the Raptors at home, but the Thunder. Like this is. It's been a, such a crazy stretch, and it's hard to articulate how crazy it's been. Because before that, they were 17-6 and six over the last 23 games. Then they lose to the Raptors. Still, it's just a bizarre stretch for this team. They've played like a top-eight team in the NBA. And we know this is not a top-eight team in the NBA. Are they one of the better teams in the league, like top half? Sure. But to say that they're, that they're better than 22 other NBA teams, I just don't – that's just not who they are. Even with this roster as presently constructed, they're not the eighth best team in the league. And so that's got to come down at least a little bit. All right, so here we go. I'm going to do it. I was just about to say, okay, let's do this. All right, so I'm going to start from the top of the league down. Yeah. The easy ones. 
They're not better than Milwaukee. No. Not better than the LA Lakers. No. Do we have no. to do we have to even say it? Yeah. Okay. All right, go ahead. What about the so Denver Nuggets? Two. No. Okay. Miami? No. We're about to find out tonight. This is this is how we find yeah. out. <laughs> the only way you know. <laughs> We're about Head to find out. Clippers? <laughs> no. No. They, they beat them. They beat them. That's how you win. So we're down you know. to five. Okay. I so think they're better than the Clippers. So we're at five. They're oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Utah? No. No. Boston? No. Toronto? No. No. Not fully healthy Toronto. Houston? No. We're now at like Maybe. already 11 plays no. or whatever. Houston is not playing very well, man. No, they're not. But they're, so that's Houston, Houston is better. Houston is so better. So that's at nine. Indiana no, we're Pacers? Houston. I think the Pacers are a better team probably overall, especially when they get Vic. Oh, come You're on, You're such a hater, man. man. I can't believe this. Dallas? Dallas is kind of the mark where it's like, uh, like, I think Dallas is maybe a little bit better, but maybe not. Philly? Philly, yeah. Philly is better. I think, you're, I think some of these teams, you're giving the benefit to the idea of them more than how they're actually playing. Like who? Philly. Like, oh, I know Philly beat Oklahoma City. literally a better record than us. Yeah, I mean, by a, what? Oh, yeah, two games. Philly's good. Philly's good. Okay, all right. Uh, what about Memphis? Like if, if Philly if Philly <laughs> called you, Jay, and they said, hey, Jay, you get to decide. We're going to swap rosters with you. You get to keep your picks and everything. Yeah, but that's, not, just, that's not. But uh, we're just going to uh, swap uh, rosters. Would you do it? Can we can we keep our fifteen picks? Uh, yes, that's what I just said. You can keep the picks. I didn't hear that. You part. just have to swap rosters. Yeah, I mean, of course. There's a higher level of. There's just a higher skill level. I just I don't know. I just I don't I just know. like the way this Oklahoma City team plays. Do you know how quickly we talk ourselves into Ben Simmons? Not very, would, because I am. Here's, so here's the thing. About, Look what we did with Chris Paul. Here's my deal about Ben Simmons. Yes, is simultaneously I don't like the fit with him at all in Philly. Mm-hmm. And I would also love to have him on my team. <laughs> he's good. Yeah. He's a good player. He just is, he, he can't shoot and you have to be able to surround him with people that can. We're used to having a point guard like that. Though. I just, the thing for me is him and Joel's fit is just odd. It's not a great fit. It's going to be a problem. It's not what you want. And I don't know why they wouldn't pull the trigger on. If they could get something that made more sense for them quicker, I would trade Ben Simmons in a second. Houston should trade uh, Ben Simmons for for Russ. Russell for Ben Simmons. <laughs> yeah, at least your point guard will take threes and make 22% of them. It'll be amazing. Yeah. You see Russell, what he did to Dame the other night? Yeah, talking trash down yes. like 15 or whatever, 10 or something. What is he doing? <laughs> it's, a personal, it's a personal war with Dame every time. He, it is no longer about the game and if his team wins or loses. It is all about, oh, Dame's guarding me. Let's see if I can score on him and now, then talk to be trash. Fair, talk like, trash and then missed a free throw. For the last few years. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny because he's like, you can't guard me. Impossible. And then he breaks the free throw. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> for the last decade or so that Dame's been in the NBA, like for a large chunk of that, like Russ. Yeah, Russ has been better easily. And even going into the playoff series last year, there was a question. But like, that was an- answered pretty It was answered emphatically. very emphatically with his play and then the wave. Bye-bye. And now this season, with the way that Portland's playing, it's bizarre. It's just weird. It is. They're playing a little bit better. Okay, that's the next team. Are we better in Portland? Yes. I I don't know. Let's see. We'll find out tonight after 
No. After the Heat game. Tonight at midnight when they finish their second game. <laughs> All right. That was, I guess no, I mean, right. they're like. I the, guess you're right. But like okay. the, maybe like the, the 12th or 13th best team in the league, right? Yeah, we had them at I like 11th. We're at. 10th, 11th. Yeah, they're around there. That's still good. They're in that area. That's I mean, a good that, team. That's, what's that's funny, not what we expected going into the we, season. We could have saved all of this by just like, oh, they're the seventh seed in the West. So they're the seventh best team in <laughs> the West. But I'm just saying that they've, they've been playing above their heads the top for a while. Yeah. Yes. I, it's hard, man. It's hard to – we're in that, that tough situation where it's like to recognize that they're playing over the head sometimes feels like you're detracting the way they've played, and that's not the truth. They're yeah. just exceeding expectations. And even really like some things have just gone well. Like Dennis Schroeder being out of his mind is not something that's you'd expect to be normal. Yeah. Uh, but I will say what's been crazy is the fact that they've weathered, and I know people don't want to think it maybe matters, mm-hmm. but the fact that Noel was out against the Lakers, and he's been out for a minute, mm-hmm. uh, that stuff matters. Like he would have made a difference against the Raptors in some of those closer when it, things got closer, and you have well, most, I mean, even Stephen. I was going to say Stephen really. I mean that if they if Stephen plays, they probably win. But having to play Muscala, yeah, because a lot of those Kyle Lowry shots were at the rim, mm-hmm. you know, and then Mark Gasol is just bullying everybody. Yeah, uh, and and Mike played well. He did, but Credit the small things, the small things you forget about Stephen is the, um, just the way he's the defensive leader of that team, yeah. and so getting people where they need to be and putting them in right. Pascal Siakam, who's literally every time they switch on him, it's just. A problem, like, and not that Steve's going to guard him, but is Steve going to navigate and figure out a way to get that to where that mismatch isn't quite as dominant? You yeah, know, because he's and the Thunder over. don't they don't have a good guy to guard him either. No, they did last year with Grant. Um, yeah, but no, they don't anymore. Like it's not they Gallo. threw Burton at him. It's not him. No, it's definitely not Ferg. Ferg's just way too small. Yeah, he's he's a, the smallest six seven player in the NBA. Yes, he is. That's shocking he's 6'7". Yeah, they didn't give Diallo a shot much. That's how tall Kobe and is. I'm not in the second mm-hmm. half, sorry. Um, when you look at Ferg, do you think, yeah, that's the size of Kobe. <laughs> that's Kobe Bryant. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's Kobe's, Kobe Bryant out there. I feel like Kobe's even, what is it? Kobe's 6'6", Kobe's six, six, I think. Yeah. So he's even shorter. Shorter than Ferg. Smaller. Yeah. That's hilarious. Poor Ferg. He's the easy guy to pile on this season. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's been whatever the last few years. He's been whatever. Guys, Dude, that's Kobe Bryant out can there. Can we talk about the fact that <laughs> this is, there were multiple moments where the Thunder had this like chance to, especially early in the second half against the Raptors, mm-hmm. they had this chance to really cut in the league, and it was like the worst three-point misses you could possibly <laughs> have between Gallo and Muscala at that point. It was like Muscala was just anytime <laughs> – I think it was Alex that said this – Anytime Muscala was shooting the ball, it was always like, I don't think that's going in. Yeah. Uh, and two, he, he, I think he airballed two shots. He missed it by a medium-sized dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> missed the rim. <laughs> uh, he had 17 points. Like who, Muscala? I, I, I give all the credit to Mike. Did he really have 17 points? Yeah, dude. Holy he was crap. so good. He, he actually was, was not bad, comeback, but there were a few man. misses where I was like, oh. I mean, we saw peak Muscala. The other night. Well, we saw him twice. He actually played really well in Minnesota, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's played well. We've, we you have seen we peak Muscala. We have seen peak drive to find Muscala, peak yep. Muscala. What That's have we good. seen, man? 
That's what I was. I mean, that's what I was gonna say. Oh, I thought you had some we sort saw, of pun with. We saw name. Sam Presti shows up to your house. Like <laughs> no, we've, we've seen f- fly to and drive to Muscala. Uh, yeah, he had 17 points, four rebounds, three assists, a steal, and a block. Zero personal fouls. Do we know anything about the status of Steve? I don't. I know nothing. He is still alive, but he also might be dead. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It'd be nice to have him, either one of them back for the next two games. Although, I mean, yeah, yeah Bam out of bio is going to go bonkers tonight. And that may not change with Steve on the floor either way, but. Bam. Bam! What a I'm name. really excited Good. to watch Jay, now you can Now you can uh, be a fanboy of Bam, too, I, and not question it The anymore. only reason I even mention him is because of how much people are fanboying over him. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure I've Jay, ever watched him watch. play. He's cool. He's a cool guy, cool you player. You will love him. You are going to send us a text like, oh, my God, can we get Bam right now? Who That's what you... you're going to text tonight. So here's, so let me ask this question. Just pause. This is for fun. Who have you watched in person, like at a game, and stopped and been like, holy crap, this guy's incredible? I'll tell you three people that I probably have actually communicated to other people about how good they were when I saw them live. The first one was when the Hornets were here, and it was Gilbert Arenas. <laughs> It he was, was so good. Wild how good he was. Hibachi. I think he had like 40 points in that game. It was mm-hmm. nuts, and everything was just easy. The second one that I remember was Pascal Siakam. So I went to the Raptors game last year mm-hmm. uh, where the Thunder, did they come back and win or they came back, tied it up, and then lost in overtime or something? Anyway, but watching Pascal Siakam, and it was just like, he's unguardable. Mm-hmm. He is unguardable. He's a monster. And then this year, so far, the player that has impressed me the most was when I watched the Memphis Grizzlies, and it wasn't John Morant. It was Brandon freaking Clark, and he was unreal against the Thunder in that game. Yeah. That's it. Oh, and LeBron. Oh, and LeBron. Yeah. Yeah, LeBron in person is crazy. Oh, yeah, dude. It's, it's, man, he just, he's the second or first best player that's ever existed. Yeah, like it's you don't get a chance to just watch that all the time, but it's it, the game's easy for him. Yeah, it's it's insane, and I don't know that Lakers team's fun. Curry, yeah. and Curry, when he was playing, I never out got of to see him line. live. Oh yeah, I did get to see him live, but it was Game Five when the Thunder took three one lead. I don't yeah. want to talk about this. Uh, uh, okay, you, uh, let's play a game. Okay, name the. <laughs> Top five players in sh- in shooting percentage from the corners for the Thunder. Hmm. Starting now, go. Does Gallo shoot from the corner? Gallo does. He is third. He okay. shoots thirty seven point five percent from the corner. Dennis Chris Schroeder. Paul. Dennis Schroeder is number two at forty seven point six percent from the corner. CP. Chris Paul is eighth at twenty five percent from the corner. I'm going to take a swing on this one, okay? Let's go uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Number one from the corner, 64.3%. But he doesn't Uh, hardly ever shoot him from the corner, but maybe he should. How about my good friend, Darius Baisley? Darius Baisley, number four from the corner, 37%. We're running out of players. Number five. So we we just need number five. So you have Shea at number one, 64%. Schroeder, 47%. Gallo, 37%. Baisley, 37%. Basically takes a lot from the corner, and 37 is pretty good. For a rookie from the corner. who wasn't known as a shooter. Yeah, pretty good. Wasn't really known as anything but a shoemaker. <laughs> we we drafted a shoemaker. <laughs> yeah, so Darius Baisley, a uh, known cobbler. Yes, the cobbler. cobbler. <laughs> uh, the Thunder drafted 6'11 cobbler. 
out of New Balance. <laughs> we need to probably deem that as his new nickname. Put that on basketball reference. The Cobbler. The cobbler. That's actually a good idea. Um, number five, Diallo. Uh, Diallo's number seven at 25%. Number five? I mean, there's no way. Oh, Abdel Nader. Nader is number six at 32%. Huh? None of us want to say Ferguson. You should because he's number five at 35.8% from the corners this season. Taking the most shots from the corner Okay. of his percent. Well, Hami, <laughs> Hami's shots are... But he's only shot. Hami's probably shot, what, four? Not very many. And some of them, I don't know that the scorekeepers know to consider them a shot. They're like, was he passing the ball over the rim? <laughs> <laughs> was that a lob pass? It looks like, you know when you're really far away from the rim and it's not a two-hand pass? Yeah. That's what it looks like. I'm confused by what just happened. This Man, you know, Ferguson, like, he takes all those shots. Also, Ferguson does not take shots that are being closed out on either. Like, he only takes very, very open shots. Dude, we're bagging so, on him a lot, but he has been better. I don't care. I don't remember him versus the Raptors, which is always a problem. Uh, but he was good against the Wolves. Minus 23 he against was really, the Raptors. Really good. Really player. good against the Wolves. Really not good against the Raptors. And not good against the Lakers, too, right? Correct. But good against the Wolves. Good job, 30%, Terrence. 30%, 33%. Remember three, two seasons ago when he had 24 points against the Lakers? We were like, okay, there's the flashes. Yeah. Like, if that happened this season, we would be the same amount of surprised. Taylor, is there anybody seasons ago. Anybody else on this team that you're more down on than Ferguson? No. Considering minutes and shots and use, like, all of that, no. There's no one I'm more down on than Ferguson. What about Justin Patton? I'm very high on him. Did you see those? Those uh, stats from the G League the other day that Jay sent us? Man, those are some Deontay Burton stats right there. Mm -hmm. That's who I'm probably more disappointed in than Ferguson. Why? He's, like, not actually a part of the team. Yeah, but I invested so much of my heart into him. Yeah. And he's let me down. That's true. Hey, so one of the things we have, it's a time to perfectly transition, is the fast food rankings. Yep. So if you're new to our podcast... You jumped on when we joined The Athletic. You haven't been here since the last time we did a fast food ranking. We are going to rank every single player on the Thunder from a fast food scale. Yep. Okay? So here it is. So think of it like an A, B, C, D, E, F. Nope. There's no E grades. A, B, C, D, F uh, scale. Yeah. And the scale is this. The A's, Chick-fil-A. Yeah. It's the best. The B. Del Taco. Del Taco. We have to talk about this. A we have to talk about this I'll let this you guys, you bit. take, okay. Uh, <laughs> it, if you haven't had Del Taco, which I hadn't until <clears throat> maybe, it's, I think I had it for the first time two months ago. It's amazing. We used to have Taco Bueno at this spot, but Taco Bueno has slowly just completely deteriorated into, I don't even know if it's still I don't know there. what happened. It's still there, but it won't be for very long. Yeah. Del Taco has taken its place. It's fresh. It's delicious. They have many, many options. If you just want a cheap taco, they've got it. If you want a full, like, enchilada meal, they've got it. If you want a giant burrito, they've got it. If you want meatless meat, they've got it. And it's if you good. Want, if you want a burger and fries, they actually have that, too. What? Yeah. It's Jay, guess what the sides are. If you get tacos, you get a side of fries. And it's good. It's good. It's very good. It's but number two. They also have turkey. Almost considered turkey it to meat. be number one because of how much I've enjoyed it. How about recently. that, y'all? Look at that. 
It's great. Hey, let us know today on Twitter what you think about Del Taco. It's so good. That's the only option. Burgers it's, and fries. It's really good. Breakfast. Jay, the cheese, the cheese that you get on it, they grate it that day. It's not already made, so yes. it's not like plastic and firm. It's true. It's like soft cheese, good cheese. It's great. Cheese. They've got like blocks of cheese with graters all over the place. Oh yeah, it's like an Italian <laughs> restaurant where they bring the parmesan to your table. Del yeah. Taco uses that with cheddar cheese. They're just bringing the cheese. How about that? Yeah. It's it's very good. Okay, that's so that's number two. Number okay. three. Number three. <laughs> I've already forgotten what it was. Number three, which this is your C ranking, uh, is going to be Arby's. 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 Good. It's it's good. Sur- almost surprisingly good every time I have it. No, but this is unfair because I don't think McDonald's is worthy of a D. Because I think McDonald's is more. Of well, a why don't we just C minus? We got to boot one of those out. Then. All right, so let's get rid of. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Wait, wait. I have an argument. Okay. Arby's is clearly, like, you know you're going to Arby's and getting a better quality fast food than McDonald's. True, true, true. true. So let's just. Classier. So what would you, okay, so D will make Burger King. The BK No, I think Burger King is better than McDonald's. This is a biased opinion. This is a biased opinion from a meatless man. No. This is. I remember my days of meat. 100%. I remember my meat days. feels very biased. This is is meatless. This is the meatless man. Oh, meatless Dickerson up there. All right, so we'll just leave. We'll just leave McDonald's as the D. And then, That's what they call him. And then our F is Taco Mayo. It's you would not choose to go there. The only reason you go there is if you're in a stranded in a small town. And that's all they've got. They have if, they have the Dollar General sitting next <laughs> to the Taco Mayo, and you're like, "Hey guys, I guess this is all." If your grandma is getting really, really old, and there's not many Sunday lunches left, and she wants to go to Taco Mayo, you can that's go. When you go to Taco and Mayo, and then you can take her to the Radio Shack next door. That felt personal. Is yeah. that personal, Taylor? Uh, it just reminded me. I mean, it probably was. I didn't have a specific remember, memory, but it makes me think of like. Eating with people about to die. That's the level of, of Taco Mayo. man. Holy, that that's is sick. All right. So yeah. Andrew's going to read us a player. Okay. We're going to go through each player. And so I went and listened to our podcast from our Bull Predictions podcast, which oh, is pretty gosh. interesting to listen to. We didn't have a ton <laughs> of Thunder predictions in it. Um, but one of them was Jay's Bull prediction was that the Thunder would make the eighth seed. And Which I'm wrong, actually. And everybody's like, whoa. And then Taylor actually went up to you and said they'd make the sixth seed. Oh. Taylor also predicted that the <laughs> NBA would remove the Charlotte Hornets from the league. Hey, there is <laughs> still really time. Did, this yeah. That was before we knew that still- tra- uh, before uh, Devontae Graham was. He also a, made the bold prediction that Tim F. Mozgov would shoot 53 pointers three years ago. He really believed that one, too. <laughs> I really did believe that one. So, if and then, only it was three. I was just a little ahead of my time. Uh, my bold prediction was that Shea would average 20 points per game, and it felt very bold at the time. And he's sitting right now at exactly 20 points per game, which Jeez. is wild. Which is only going to go up. You'd think. It's possible that it goes down, Guys, but no, you'd hope that it, it goes up. It could go down. <laughs> it could go up or down from here. Or remain the same. Or remain the We have many options. Anyways, we're going to grade. Without question, Chick-fil-A. He's a, it's been a Chick-fil-A year. Chick-fil-A. He's, I mean, he had a 2020-10 game. He's averaging 20 points per game. He's taking threes off the dribble. He has become a go-to scorer. And that's something that we just didn't know that he could 
that he could be. He had two step backs against Minnesota that like took my breath away. Yeah. He, <gasps> oh. <laughs> he uh he Shea went from a guy that we heard the smart guys tell us that was good to yeah. me watching and go I'm I'm asking that question and I'm not going to stop asking that question. I think I think you're right from what we said last week uh that he won't be too good for us to tank because if you're moving up pieces like he can't uphold a team hold a team up by himself. Yeah, it's, but I am to the point to where I'm ready mm-hmm. to admit that this guy has all of the skills and potential to be a all-star in this league soon. Yeah. Now, to the point, I, I get it. Like, even now, he's in at least some conversation about it. Uh, mm-hmm. But but I would take, if you look at that draft, I don't think it's hard to think. And I know one of the, I don't know if it's Mike Schmitz or if it was Sam Vecini said that looking back at that draft. Uh, What's happening? Looking back at that draft, just my love for Shea. Oh. But it is one of those things, I think, looking back at the draft, it's pretty easy to say that he was a top-five draft pick from that 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 league. So I'm all in on Shea. I think he's going to yeah. be – I mean, he's just scratching the surface, and his skills are so uniquely good. Getting to the rim at an efficient level, the way he finishes is just special. And the, if he can consistently shoot three well, yeah, uh, it's it's going to be one of those things where, I don't know, we look back at that trade and we're like, uh, pardon me? Take my breath away, Shay. Take my breath away. Oh, I got it now. Okay. So he's a hard Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Chick-fil-A, no doubt. He's almost taken as many. Well, he's he's taken more threes already in half the season than he did in 82 games last year. So that's that's a thing. Are we he's a number one? two spicy with fries, and you know what? You get an extra side of mac and cheese. Yes. And then you get a lemonade, not so, the light lemonade. So, yeah, we're going to probably have to separate this a little bit. The extra side of mac and cheese, and perhaps you get a cookies and cream shake as well. Whoa, just well, I haven't tried cookies, that yet. How is it? been that extra. Huh? Their chocolate chip cookies just by itself is amazing. I haven't really, I haven't done that. Dude, you should try it. I they're should try they're it. The, maybe the best chocolate chip cookie I've ever had. That is. I oh. speak in hyperbole a lot. Wow. And it's not surprising okay. that Chick-fil-A would have that, but they're really Better good. than Subway's oh, chocolate yeah. chip oh, cookie? Oh, my gosh, yes. Dude, Subway should have been my F, by the way. Uh, yeah. I don't like Subway. We can change oh, it to Subway. Yeah, Subway's on. my D. Subway, yeah. You'd rather eat at McDonald's than uh, Subway? Yep. Yes. I mean, I don't. Easily. Because. Number just, one is you don't smell like McDonald's when you leave McDonald's. Exactly. That is the number one reason that I would not go to Subway <laughs> is because of the smell. That's it. That's it. Okay, Chris Paul, number two, the second player. Chick-fil-A. He's been in Chick-fil-A. There's, More for off the court than on the court, too. I disagree. But both of them. Both I would of them say equally. Yeah. Equal. Because I didn't, nobody, he's going to be an all-star. Chris True. Paul will be in the all-star game from the Thunder. Will he? I believe very firmly yeah, that Chris Paul the coaches, will be an all-star. The coaches decide the results. The reserves. coaches will vote him in. And if we thought that we could trade Russell Westbrook, get back two first-round picks, two pick swaps. And an all-star? And an all-star. I would say you're crazy. By trading away a non-all-star? You're crazy. Who? I mean, there's a... I don't... Russell that, still That was can, unfair. There's going to be people that hate me for that, but it doesn't... Russell like can Russell's still make the all-star team. I don't know if he will or not. The Both of them are on the bubble. And I you think know, Chris Paul has not made the all-star game since he was 30 years old. So he hasn't made the last three all-star games, not including this year. Yeah, he didn't make a single one in Houston. He's gonna he didn't make it his last year in L.A. either. He's going to make it. Put okay. 
I hear enough people saying that that I actually believe it's true. I think he'll make it. Unless, like, the Thunder lose. Well, when do the coaches vote? Soon. Very soon. soon. I think he'll make it. He's a Chick-fil-A. He's been great in every yep. way. He's He's been the best clutch player in the league. Best yeah, player in the, in the crunch. In the crunch. <laughs> in the crunch. <laughs> crunch time. Clutch time. Does anybody know what the right way to crunch. say it? Crunch. In the crunch. I heard somebody say it that I was like, yeah, that sounds right. Crunch time. No, I think they're different measurements of time. I think clutch is like five minutes and crunch is like three minutes. So in the crunch, he's a little bit better than he is in the clutch. <laughs> Every time you say it, I feel like it's wrong. <laughs> in the clutch. In the crunch. Taking, it's the crunch. I'm taking crunch time shots. Crunch See? and clutch time. May, actually, clutch is going to be a shorter amount of time. Crunch is a longer amount of time. Man, he played. Sorry, I think I got it backwards. Man, he hit some crunch shots. He's a, you don't say that. You say clutch shots. Yeah. If there's four minutes left. But it, think, is it oh, in the clutch or in the crunch? You hit clutch shots during crunch time. Crunch no. time. Or is it clutch time? No. It's dame time. Darius Baisley, number three. Taylor, Third player. I'm going to let you rank this guy. Darius Baisley. I'm going to give him a, uh, I'm going to give him an Arby's. Yeah. What? It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Arby's, Arby's is a C. I'm giving him a Del Taco. Yeah. No, gonna... you can't get no. I mean, dude, based on expectations alone, right? Is that what we're doing? It's the same. So legitimately, it is my Del Taco experience. To where if I, I have no idea what to expect from Del Taco. They're gonna love it. Del Taco has been cobbling shoes. It's delicious. Until they came into our market. That's true. And then all of a sudden, I go to Del Taco and I'm like, hey, dude. So here's I didn't the know what to so, expect, but it was good. Here's why he's Del Taco. Here's the progression. Draft night. When they call his name, who? everybody says, who? Nobody knows who he is. We get to the preseason. He's 19 years old. We said on our preseason podcast, before the season, bold predictions, there's no way he plays any minutes. He's going to be in the blue. Now he, he plays regular minutes, and sometimes he's good, sometimes he's not. And but the fact that he plays makes him a Del Taco. Makes him a Del Taco. Also, I, I, I disagree. The fact that he plays makes him an Arby's. His on-off is negative 9.3. He's shooting 53, 35% from the field overall, 31% from three. His PER is like six. Like, he's been good for a rookie. He has not been Del Taco good. No rookie, He's been good. No rookies drafted at that spot are typically – I just don't know. What what were your expectations going in the season for what, how are we doing this? Like we thought Mike it's Masala based on, was It's based be... on expectations, right? Like what are the expectations? It's, you, you grade him against the expectations. The way we just graded play. Chris Paul and Shea Gallagher. And Shea. We're doing the same thing. I didn't expect him to play. I didn't expect him to have an impact at all. And when he starts, he actually looks like he belongs. They're 5-1 and one when he starts. Yeah, that sounds way better than Arby's. Arby's isn't 5-1 and one when they start. Sorry. Okay, uh, you're cool with putting a player that's got a negative 9.3 on-off on rating. Hey, Nate Duncan, take Del it easy, Taco, man. a yeah. number two. Hey, you are you are delegitimizing. You you're making our whole rankings <laughs> illegitimate to all of our listeners with this Darius Baisley at Del Taco. All right, so if I you're, hope you're okay with Danny, that. Danny Larue, please get off of our podcast. Hey, if you're with on your on-off numbers, if you listen to the podcast, jump on Twitter and tell us whether you think. Darius Baisley's Del Taco or Arby's. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Thunder fans, what do you think about this Thunder player this year? The most fun year you've had in five years. Come on, Jay. I just didn't Come think on. I didn't think he'd play. I didn't think he could make an impact this season. I thought Mike Muscala was going to be the backup for. 
I thought you guys were going to respect this fast food scale. Danny, stop it. <laughs> Dennis Schroeder, grade him. Taylor, Man, that's a hard one. Taco Mayo. <laughs> now you well, let me look at his PER real quick and find out what he is. Oh, okay. What's Coming his warp? You. Yeah, mm. let's go to uh, let's see what what his negative on talk- off really leans me toward um uh, Burger King. <laughs> but it's easy to make fun of the nerds on Friday, but let's see you do this on Monday. <laughs> I'm just Which saying, is, this man. is your entire. I think I can Monday. say with. I think he, and this goes back to expectations, and this goes back to mm-hmm. things that maybe aren't necessarily. But if you're gonna have a real high likelihood of being the sixth man of the year, I think you have to put him in Chick Fil A. Oh, man. Like sometimes his play, it. I would say, is more Del Taco. But yeah, man, he's just been that important to this team were, that I put him in Chick fil A. Yeah, I would have to walk away for a second because I just made my point and I feel like it's so good I got to leave. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. You think you're as happy with Schroeder's play as you are with SGA's. Schroeder. Schroeder. I no, said no. Schroeder. Based I said on, Schroeder. So I think it's, it's based on expectations. Like the expectation for Dennis Schroeder was that he didn't fit, he didn't fit on this team. I, I, I don't want him on the roster at all. I mean, I talked about just like a straight like salary swap with a guy who has like a year left on his deal. And it didn't matter if that guy could play. Like, I, I think I would have been happy if the Thunder traded, you know, Schroeder for Alan Crabb, which would have been a hilarious trade to bring a former Hawks point guard back to their team. But they brought a former Hawks point guard back to their team anyways and Jeff Teague. But at the season... At the beginning of the season, I would have said yes. Straight swap, Alan Crabb for Dennis Schroeder. Let's go. That's great. And he's been he's been good enough to where you can expect an asset back for him now in a trade, right? Yeah. Del Del Taco. Guys, Del Taco's still good. Del Taco's I feel very like good. it's like you guys are just handing out Chick-fil-A's. But the Chick-fil-A here's the thing: like this, you can't put him in the same bracket. Is he in the same bracket as SGA and Chris Paul this year? I th- I honestly think so. There's just based based against the expectation, yes. And the here's the deal: that this this Thunder team has outperformed expectations, and we we have to hand out more Chick Fil A's than you probably think you should because they have been that much better than anybody thought they would be, and that's. That's why you have more Chick-fil-A's this year is because I didn't think Shea would be this good. I didn't think Chris Paul would be this good. I didn't think Schroeder would be this good. Are we going to hand out more Chick-fil-A's than that? Probably. They're not a whole lot more, right? But those three. Well, based on how you guys are doing this, Ferg's probably going to get one. I think uh, <laughs> Mike Muscala. You have to at least understand Chick-fil-A. where I'm coming from. You have to at least acknowledge and understand, I understand where, I'm where you're from. coming from. Understand that you're not respecting this and you're being so <laughs> loose with it. I am not. I am not. They have outperformed expectation to a pretty large degree. Yeah, Del Taco is great. Just put him right. Just right. Okay, fine. He's Are you between, saying that Del Taco is like, this 1A, 1B with Chick-fil-A and Del Taco? Or is this A, B? No, this is two. This is one and two. This is what I'll give Schroeder. And maybe it's just so we can move on. You go to Del Taco, you mm-hmm. get a couple tacos. And then you go get a side of fries from Chick-fil-A. Yeah, this is, that's weird. That's just, Sorry. I don't even. That's, you, know what's, you know what's weird? That you want to put him in the same spot as SGA and Chris Paul. It's basically it's 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 against the expectations for him is all it is. 
He's been so much better than I thought it would be. He's a guy that I thought the whole season, if he's on the court, I would be mad at Billy. And now I'm like, they need to have him out on the court. They need to get yeah, him on the court. he's been good. He's been a good defense. He's been really good on the defensive end. He's been making his threes. Isn't he part of the... He's a part of the best lineup in the, in NBA. the NBA. Point point made. It's over. Okay, yeah. Uh, Jay, Ferguson, you're giving him a Chick-fil-A? Yeah, man. Based on expectations. Yeah. <laughs> Against expectations. I nah. mean, based on expectations, Ferg is a McDonald's. Uh, me and Alex both said, I'm so... Are we talking Ferguson? No, we're not talking Ferguson. Yeah, based we can we can move on to Alex and I early in the season I just affirmed what he said is like I'm done watching Schroeder play like it was that bad yeah in some of the preseason and he has just been I mean he's the sixth man like maybe leading candidate for the sixth man of the year he's been very good Ferguson Ferguson Subway or Taco Mayo Taco Mayo he's been a good defender but he was already a good defender so, he did not take any sort of leap that you want him to. He did He's not still make... so stunted on offense. His confidence is the killer for him, man. Yeah. He overthinks everything. Yeah. He's inconsistent. He's had good games. Like, he had the game against Minnesota. That was great. He's had some good offensive games. But then he'll just disappear, like he did against the Raptors, where he was a non-factor. Well, the hard thing for me is, like, everybody else took the Chris Paul bump. Like... Even guys like Nader, you're like, hey, yeah, heck, you know, know. Like he's not what the heck, Nerlens. And then, yeah, yeah, everybody got a little bit of a bump just because it's just such a different style, and and there's a lot of, so so let me just be, let me let me parse that out maybe a little bit. Here's the deal with Russ. I think Russ was a good leader for the team, but Russ also played in such a way and and worked with such expectations that instead of it being freeing for people that didn't if you didn't have confidence on your own yeah you weren't going to get it with russ except for i mean there was that ferguson story where he went and shot with him deals things but i mean you just know that there are guys that he just almost like the gravity of the way he played just gobbled people up and they just never – it just – it was hard for them to play. I just remember the Sabonis thing. Well, and Russell's going to – Russell did this all the time. And I think that it was good for Terrence is that when he threw the ball to you, he and if you hesitate, you. he would scream to shoot it. Shoot it! Chris Paul's coming, af- coming up after you, touching you on the small of your back and saying, hey, mm-hmm. I'm passing Whoa. it to you because I believe that you can make it. It's like both of them are good dads. It's just two very different styles, right, of how they do it. So, anyway, but Ferguson hasn't responded. He's the only one that it feels like hasn't really changed his game. because He's worse, of, from, he's worse from the field. He's worse from three. He's scoring. He was 6.9 points per game last year, 5.2 this year. He should have he's, – and he's playing – he's actually playing a little bit more minutes per game than he did last year. And he's scoring less. And he's less effective. Okay. We don't need This man has a 4.8 PER. He's got a minus 5.3 on off. And he's playing with, like, the starters most of the time. Yeah. It's been not good. Not good. But he does have a positive VORP. Does he? Barely. Okay. uh, (laughs) 0.2. Steven Adams. Del Taco. Okay, if you're going to give Schroeder 
a Chick-fil-A and Stephen Adams a Del Taco. Can we talk about why? No, I guess not. Go ahead, Taylor. No, you pl- explain yourself. No, well, I'm mad. I this would is say, so disrespectful. <clears throat> I would say Arby's for Steve-O. Okay. You are so full of crap. He started the season so, 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 yeah, so, 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 injured. so bad. It still is a part of what happened, is it not? Still part of his valuation, Taylor. Oh, this is so terrible. Okay. I'm glad everyone else is hearing this. I'm glad everyone is hearing how weird your your reasons for giving handing out Chick-fil-A's. Yeah, and because of the way they played based on expectations. What a weird way to grade something. <laughs> so weird. So Taylor, explain. It is why, is weird he, to grade. why is he? First of all, it's weird that we're grading things based on expectations. <laughs> so what should we grade that. them based upon? Based upon what, Tayshawn? What? His play, he's been great. When he's not injured, he's been amazing. We said the other day, I think it was last week, this is the best. This is peak Stephen Adams. This is the best Stephen Adams. I have not said peak Stephen Adams. Yes, one of you did. Someone said it. It was probably Luke. He played, there was a the game against Philly. He was Stephen Adams. He was peak Stephen Adams. In that game, if we're just basing it on that one game, sure. But he hasn't played like that in every game. Has he? I mean, am I crazy? Am I losing? Am I am I crazy? Yes. <laughs> to give him an Arby's? Yeah, he's Arby's. I is said good. Del Taco. I said curly Del Taco. fries. Oh my god! Arby's his, sauce. And probably this is also still based on expectations. Where you did. <laughs> you did have an expectation that Steve would take in the even. Remember what? Lead. Yeah, he remember in the preseason how good he was, and he took that three pointer and made it, and it was like, oh my goodness, Steven's <laughs> gonna break out. What is he gonna do this year? What's gonna happen? It's gonna be so great. And then the first four games of the season, three points, seven points, eight points, six points. What injured, happened injured, to him? Injured, injured, and just getting killed by other centers. Just getting destroyed. Remember Thomas Bryant killing him. You know what? As long injured, 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 injured. If you guys are okay with why are you Basley playing then? Why is he Del playing then? And and Stephen Adams at an Arby's. Yeah, baby. Then all right. Yep. Okay. Yes. Then I'm not going to okay. say anything. You I'm guys, okay with it. You guys speak for me by doing that. So thank you. Could have been. Should have been better. Mm-hmm. That's all. He's been amazing. When he's not injured, he's been the best version of himself. Jay, I sure, don't know but he why has been you injured. are not on my side. But he has I been said injured. Del Taco, man. That's a B. <laughs> but Schroeder is a Chick-fil-A. The first 14 games, he was not very good for the Thunder. Injured. I don't care. It still happened. Why don't you care you, about do, Should we just erase injured. it? Then did we just erase what happened? Does he just I get a pass? No, I think you say, okay, here, going back to expect, rating players on expectations. Yeah. If a player is injured, how do you expect them to play? Here's the deal. There was no injury report for him. <laughs> the team didn't say that he was hurt. I, I'm Why just are saying. you arguing? If he's injured, he I'm arguing that played. he didn't play. I'm arguing that he did not play well. But you, I, I'm not giving him a pass for, for not playing well for the first You're part of the season. You're on the floor. what I'm saying. You're playing. Like what he was horrid for many, many games. We're evaluating That's what I'm the saying. play That's and the expectations saying. of this guy. And there were moments Jay, where Andrew he, wants to put him at Arby's. Are you okay with that? I enjoy Arby's to be real with you. Okay. All right. Let's put him at Arby's then. And uh, <laughs> we'll put him at Arby's. We'll put Schroeder at freaking Chick-fil-A and Baisley at Ta- Del Taco. Based on expectations. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so mad. At Dan- this. Danilo Gallinari. 
McDonald. McDonald's. I expected him to be an all-star, just a superstar. <laughs> it's, it's gone off the rails. What do you put Gallo at? Del Taco? I think he's been a Del Taco. I think he's been. I think he's been good. I think he's been really good. Yeah, I know. But he's, apparently, if it's not an A, it must be. That's about what I expect. I expect. I've expected him to be a good shooter. Taylor fit is, in. is annoying me. He's angering me, dude. That's what you are doing, Jay. No, I'm we're trying not. To rank we're these doing it properly. based on expectations and based the way they've played. Like it's a combination of all of these things. And you think Dennis Schroeder, literally leading the six-man vote. Probably to this point in the season. Probably. How can you say? We do not know that. That's part Luke of the conversation. And Everybody's Montrez having that conversation. Everybody's and having that Williams conversation. Outside of the L.A. Clippers, Dennis Schroeder is the guy that people are talking about for the sixth man of the year, right? Like, He's been really good. He's been incredible. He's legitimately won games for this team. He's been good. You know what? I put him at a Del Taco. Yeah, but you that, just mother... <laughs> you just wouldn't let me get away with putting Steven Adams at Del Taco. No, be, based on what, like comparing it to what you your other decisions have been, and mostly Andrew, not you. I still have a problem with your ratings, but Andrew <laughs> putting him at Arby's is unfathomable. So, what do you have for Danilo? Del Taco. Okay. Okay, well, we're on the we're same. We're all on page. the same. Why are we yelling? Jay decided to yell. He had missed part of our argument. Andrew, I'm not yelling. This is just how I talk. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? I'm actually going to give Dennis Schroeder a higher grade. I'm trying to figure out what it is. I'm yeah, trying he's to not figure even out. in the fast food realm. He, yeah, yeah. He's, he's mahogany. He's, he's, he's yeah, Tucker's this man's a burgers. Chili's to go. <laughs> hey, don't don't knock Chili's. <laughs> They're chips. Mm, salsa, queso. Don't okay. knock Chili's. Don't don't. What do you what do you guys rank Nerlens Noel? <laughs> Uh, Taylor, why don't you go ahead and set the criteria and grade Nerlens Noel, please? Nerlens has been a Del Taco. I think wow, just so frivolously handing out Del Taco. Why? What did he why? do? What has he if done? Give me some statistics on Nerlens Noel. Huh? Expectations were Arby's. He's outperformed oh those God. expectations. Has he outperformed <laughs> as much as SGA or Chris Paul? No. Or Therefore, Schroeder. making him a Del Taco. He's been really, yeah, I think he has been a Del Taco. He's been good. He's been a lot better than last year. There's no doubt. He's shooting way better from the field. He's upped his points per game. He's been very, very good. And there were moments Taylor, in multiple times during the season, early especially, where you watch Nerland and you're like, I'd rather him play than Steve. Yes, exactly. And that yeah. goes now, back it's to changed, my, that goes obviously. Back to my curly fry yeah, ranking. Yeah, uh, he was so injured that he played twenty nine to thirty minutes a game. Hey Taylor, can you name the two <laughs> nicknames? Can you at least name one of the two nicknames that Nerlens Noel has on Basketball Reference? Uh, one is like Hot Dog Boy. What no. is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> is it close to it? No, not even close. I it thought should, he had one. That was Hot it Dog should, Boy. It should be Hot Dog Boy, but it's not. Um, I've never heard anybody <laughs> use either one of these. By the way. I looked it up. The Nerlin Wall. The Nerlin Wall and the Eraser. Nope. Nobody uses those. The Eraser maybe has to do with the way his hair was when he came in. The league. He kind of had that. <laughs> I was thinking like he's erasing shots from the Both. Rim. It's a good combo. But yeah. Uh, the Nerlin Wall. Anyway, I need, I've got to ask him if anybody's called him the Nerlin Wall. I've never seen that. I've never seen that either. Just, just. 
Just weird. Uh, yeah, he's been good. He's been a he's been a really good productive player for the Thunder. He's also shooting eighty percent from the free throw line this year, which is whoa, pretty pretty impressive. A steal and a block a game in his eighteen minutes, solid. I think for me, one of the things I would evaluate this on also is like in those Del Tacos Chick Fil A ranges. Do these guys have like would they get you a asset back? Yeah, if you traded them. No doubt. And, and that's, I think New Orleans that's, would get you at least a second, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got positive value. He's been good. Uh, Abdul Nader. Mm. You guys got to take into consideration the first 20 games of this season. Yes, you do. That's why I'm giving him a Chick-fil-A. No. <laughs> uh, probably an Arby's. I'm thinking Arby's. I was thinking Arby's, too. He's, been, he's got the meats. He's been pretty good because the expectation for him is Taco Mayo. Just, yeah, everything changed whenever Andrew interviewed him. It did. It really did. Literally the next game. It did. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's been good relative to expectation. It's his best year from three. He's highest points per game. And he's. He defended with at least some vigor. Vigor. And like he was valor and honor. <laughs> well, when, well, and here's the deal. When Diallo and Ferguson were out, and maybe this says more about those two than it does even Nader, they didn't miss him. They didn't miss him because of what Nader brought. During those games, he was good. And so he, during that stretch, he was probably um, he was probably a Del Taco, but overall he's probably an Arby's. So I'm thinking Arby's. Yep. Next. Mike Muscala. Also, that story of him going to school for the first time in Chicago is just probably one of my favorite parts <laughs> of the Thunder season. It was really good. It's so funny. Mike Muscala. Mike Muscala is probably a Taco Mayo. Thank you. I would say Subway. Taco Mayo. Isn't Subway and Taco Mayo the same thing? Man, pretty close. Uh, I would give him a little higher than an F. Just because... It, I don't know what he expected when he got in here. I expect him to be a rotation player. No, no, no I'm saying I don't know what basis. he expected, but I don't know. And maybe that's how you just rank him as he never broke into the rotation. But when he plays, there's something. I mean, he did start off the season like 0 of 15 or something from the three-point line. Uh, but I don't feel – I'm not terrified when he takes the court now. Yeah, he's been fine. Which gets him up out of the Taco Mile into Subway for me. Okay, career low from three. Yeah. Career low from the field. You can just feel him trying way too hard. He, he looks like he... Uh, I won't say it. I won't say it. Good job. Uh, <laughs> Deontay Burton. He's just not... He's He is not... Has a drug very problem. good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I don't think in? so, but... Uh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like... <laughs> Luke... Luke said that, huh? Luke Stevens. Deontay Burton has been a hard taco mile for me. Yeah, he's not been very good. I like him. No, I don't, actually. His decision-making hasn't been good. He, last year, 40% from the field, 29% from three. You're like, oh, that's not good. This year, 32% from the field, 16% from three. Yeah, that's brutal. Effective field goal percentage of 36%. Free throw line, 57%. Oh, effective field goal percentage of 35%. Hamadou Diallo. 
I think before his injury, he was a B. Or excuse me, a Del Taco. Yeah. He was playing well. He has not found his rhythm since he got back. Not really. He's had some good games, some not. What do you rank Hamadou at, Taylor? Mm, Arby's. I think that's a fair overall grade. Yeah. He's got the meats. What about Lou Gentz? Chick-fil-A next. <laughs> I mean, based on like the very oh my gosh, few minutes man. that we've seen from Lou <laughs> and the fact that he came on our podcast. I'm all in on Dort, man. I love Dort. It's the only reason I want Schroeder to get traded. He's down to Dort. Man. And he's Canadian. Come on. Taylor, will you do me a favor? I want to just do one more. And uh, will you rank for me Andre Robertson? This man's been at Chick-fil-A. Based on expectations. Based on expectations, he's been a sad. Dude, it, it really does, like, legitimately make me sad. Like, wh- like, what do you do? I know, man. Like, legitimately sad, what do you do when you're... Like, when I'm legitimately sad, I probably cry okay, a little well, maybe bit. not. So that's what I'm saying. I speak in hyperbole a lot. So <laughs> legitimately <laughs> sad, it doesn't make me... Like, but it does make me uh, legitimately bummed. Yeah, okay. <gasps> Jay, what do you do when you're legitimately sad? I cry. <laughs> I cry. I'm not like Shaq. I'm soft, man. I'm soft. I oh, man. I do. Legit I think I sad. also cry. Okay, Taylor, grade Billy Donovan. Ooh. Ooh, now this is a Chick-fil-A. Oh, Based wow. Oh, oh, my God, what? Taylor. <laughs> hey, I do want to say this also. Based on expectations for Robertson, we expected him to live in this state. I know. So just based on that, this man's a taco. <laughs> to be mind. with the team. Based on that, yeah. he is a in and out burger. <laughs> hey, that's good. That is good. He's in L.A. He's having a good. Billy Donovan's Fat been burger. Chick-fil-A, though. Yeah. I think this year we've been able to see that he's. I'm shocked they haven't extended him yet, by the way. Maybe Billy doesn't yeah. want an extension. Ooh. Oh my Whoa, Andrew, you said that like uh, like you like know you got something. something behind it. I have nothing behind breaking, it. Breaking, breaking news. Breaking news. Billy does not want an extension. Billy wants to coach Rutgers. <laughs> to coach the, the Lakers. <laughs> hey, by the way, the Lakers. There's been no coaching drama there, which is a they've little, been dude. It's a little bit it's of good. a surprise. Vogel, Jason, but they've Kidd. only lost eight games. I know. That's really good. Frank Vogel, coach of the year. Uh, you, know, you know how badly they wish Kuzma made more money. I mean, it can't be that bad. Yes, because just for just to trade him, like they want him to. If he made fifteen to eighteen million, all of a sudden they would be able to trade him for somebody they actually wanted. Now he makes three, and they can't get anything worth anything for him. He's pretty good, though. He is. They just it apparently don't like him. Why not? LeBron apparently doesn't like him. Oh, but he's so cool, though. There's so much drama. I, he's not cool. He's like, wearing those skinny glasses with the, just the skinny little glasses. It's cool. Uh, I also hate his hair. He's kind of cringy. He is cringy. I would uh, say he's cringy. He's so cool. Uh, Sam Presti, grade him. Jay. I mean, unintentionally Chick-fil-A? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you mean unintentionally? Uh, you don't think any, I mean, all of this was intentional. In some sense, but I do think, I mean, and it still is the long-term plan, but it's like accidentally he created a really fun roster. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, it, obviously it was intentional. Like he traded for Shea and mm-hmm. held on 
because Clippers didn't want to add him into that deal. Yeah. So he utilized leverage and the urgency of the moment to get Kawhi to the Clippers to get a really, really good asset, not to mention an incredible amount of draft picks. And Gallinari. And Gallo. And moving Chris Paul, or moving Russell for Chris Paul, and also getting two two draft picks and pick swaps. Mm-hmm. Is, I mean, he just had a tremendous summer for, mm-hmm. and really like to overcome the Kevin Durant, if we want to go back that far, like, He's just done a lot in the, one of the hardest markets in the NBA to do to maintain relevancy. Sam has done just an incredible job. Yeah. Uh, so he's Chick-fil-A. But as far as, like, if you're grading this team, like, I don't think he had many expectations that this team would be competing for the seven, maybe even higher seed. And yeah. so it's like, but the fact that it is is also a tribute to him. And so I'd give him a Chick-fil-A for sure. Yep. Is that okay, Taylor? Yeah. Uh-huh. Just going, just trying to get your approval. Yeah, apparently we have to say, Taylor, you okay with us? Have an opinion? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone everyone is hearing this debate. So you can go, you oh, we'll can make let fun the of me. This we'll is let the beyond decide, the three man. of us. Oh, Everyone's yeah. hearing how inconsistent you guys are being and how disrespectful you're being to the fast food rating scale. That, well, was, that was my goal. It should be taken in higher regard. You are You are correct. Hey, guys, uh, let's uh, answer some Twitter questions. Twitter questions! First Twitter question comes from at Thunder Season. It says, on the Monday pod, at Mikey Berra made a great point that with T. Ferg in foul trouble, the three-guard lineup, 3GLU, generated so much offense, they basically won the game in the first half. Thoughts on Schroeder starting and Ferg being the first off the bench? I would just stick with what we're doing. I honestly what they're doing. Yeah. I don't play I, for them. I think it's actually a good idea to start. Really? Mm-hmm. They've been that good. And when you don't start, it limits the amount of minutes that you can play in a game. And so I think that starting Schroeder gives him more minutes on the floor, which is better for the team. Taylor, what do you think, man? Uh I mean He's still so what? Get Schroeder like two more minutes because he's still playing the about the same amount as Chris Paul and Gallo. Well, if you want to play him more minutes, yeah, starting then you him. can. I see what you're saying. Also, I think uh, come playoff time. I mean, when, when the Thunder play in the playoffs, oh, he's gonna don't you play pre- thirty six minutes? Would you not prefer <laughs> him to start? Oh, absolutely. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't yeah. think it matters to be honest with you. I think you just have a quicker. Uh, I mean, you probably are just subbing Ferguson out quicker. But, you, I mean, you're going to want Ferguson's defense on some of these guys that you can play. You think, but the de- there's no evidence that he makes the defense better. Yeah. The numbers yeah. say that he has not made the defense better. Okay. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if yeah. you can start off the game. I mean, if they started off the game with Schroeder, they maybe don't lose to the Raptors. I was going to say, like, they got down sure. quick to the Raptors, and that was when Ferguson was in, and he was clearly the worst player for the Thunder the other night. And I'll tell you one of the things I've noticed from Schroeder on the – kind of the non uh, on the court stuff is Schroeder's really working to help lead this team. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things he's, he's learning from Chris Paul is, is how to do it well. Yeah. Uh, like there's a moment where he was chirping at Deontay Burton again, right. In this last game, which we know earlier in the season, apparently they had some sort of confrontation. Yeah. Uh, but what you saw is immediately afterwards, because it was one of those plays where it probably was more on Schroeder than it was Burton, or it probably at least wasn't Burton's fault. So you see him chirp at Burton, and then immediately he just kind of like stopped, and he's like, "All right, my bad, my bad," you know. So he's learning, and and if you watch him on the sidelines, he is constantly trying to help coach and, and encourage the guys as they play. And so, and part of that I think is because he's watching Kyle Lowry 
uh, get going. And he's like, dude, at least put him on. Because Schroeder's not – he's not all-world defense, man, but the dude is pesky. He probably tries harder than anybody on the team on defense. Yeah, and he and he's just annoying. And that's what you kind of want because – the way you, I mean, you know, you're defending a player like a Kyle Lowry or Pascal Siakam is you have options. Is one of them is if you can just man to man play them up front. But for a guy like Siakam and even Kyle Lowry and some is like, and what Schroeder is pretty good at is helping deny the ball. Yeah. Is if you can make it really difficult for him to get started, then you, you're gaining three or four seconds on the shot clock. Mm-hmm. You're pushing him out past the perimeter. And so you're gaining another couple seconds to where the shot may be rushed. Like, those are the small things where Schroeder isn't going to be like the most dynamic one-on-one defender from time to time, but he makes it difficult enough to at least give you a better chance to get a more uh, or lower percentage shot as you get further into the shot clock. That's one of the things I've at least noticed about Schroeder. Well, and he's, I mean, we've seen, you know, when Kevin Durant played on this team, like who are the guys that defended him the best? It was like guys like Chris Paul and Patrick Beverly and, and Tony Allen, who none of them had a equivalent size to him at all not even close yeah but they defended him the best because they were pesky and they denied the ball and they stayed with him and he struggled with that and i think that Schroeder has shown similar things yeah. throughout the season and ferguson like ferguson if you're if you're playing a guy if like clay thompson was playing this season and you were playing a series against the warriors of course you'd rather have him start because he's so good at not getting through screens and staying with guys like that's his best defensive skill yep one on one, the difference between he and Schroeder to me is not that not enough not, to is to not make that up different. for the lack of offensive. Yes, exactly. Because I don't I know that Schroeder's numbers aren't aren't really screaming at you compared to maybe last year, but it just, I just feel way more confident when he shoots his mid range, mm-hmm. uh, even when he's shooting the three point shot. I just feel more confident in Schroeder shooting this year than I did last year. Yeah, he's been a better Schroeder. Plus, he took that huge dip last year when. His, his wife now had their baby. Like mm-hmm. Life just changed for him, and it really impacted the way he played. All right, next question, at OKC Thunder Egg. There are 10 games remaining for the Thunder between now and the trade deadline. Do you think Presti already knows what he wants to do, or will the results of the next 10 games determine his final direction for the season? Taylor, what do you think? Uh, well, from the sound of it, he's standing pat, so not doing nothing. Presti already knows what he wants to do. Yeah. If I was going to say what standing pat means is is he has his if you want gallo here's what i'm wanting if you don't want to mean it that's fine i don't need to trade him we're great yeah i think it's not based on how the team plays it's based on what the other teams will do yeah it's true yeah i don't think that if the team loses the next 10 games or wins all 10 games i don't think it matters i think it at the end of the day the focus is on the future asset accumulation and the best assets you can get it's about forming the next Thunder team. It's not about this Thunder team. There are ways that they can improve this roster today that also help them in the future. And if they can do that, wonderful. But we also have to understand that there may be a trade out there where a team says, okay, we'll we'll meet it. We want Gallinari on our team. Yeah. And he says yes. Or Schroeder or even Steven. Right. There's a chance that one of those guys, somebody will say, okay, we'll do it. And two unpro- two unprotected first round picks for, you know, Adams, and then he's gonna have to say okay. So there's, I mean, there's a chance that that, that happens. There's also a chance that none of those guys get dealt, and maybe they just deal Dre at the trade deadline and get somebody back. I mean, so Dre and the Denver pick, 
maybe something good enough for somebody to to let us have a player that could actually contribute. Like that Tony Snell one, like, like just Snell straight sense. up. Yeah. I mean, I think it makes sense for Detroit. Yeah, because they need to bottom out, man. And they need How's all the, the minutes. Snelly man doing? He's shooting the ball well. Over forty percent of the last four years. But he's not a great defender. But he can. Dang. But he can really shoot it. So. All right. Next question for at Warner West two. This may be more of a question for Alex, but what NBA podcast do you guys enjoy? I've recently had a dunked on Renaissance, and I've always been a fan of Game Theory, Low Post, Thinking Basketball, No Dunks. I only listen to three other podcasts mm-hmm. on basketball, which I say that. I'm like, that's actually a lot. Uh, I always listen to Hoop Collective. I love, 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 love Brian Windhorst, Tim that's McMahon, good. and Jackie McMullen, and then they have Royce from time to time. So I always listen to them. They're just great. Mm-hmm. Anything Lowe puts out most of the time. I don't listen to his interviews, which I probably should, like with Ingles. Or, uh, I'll listen to Woj oh, Pods really if they're content. Listen to that one with Joe Ingles. It's good. Yeah, and then I listen to uh, Sam Vecini stuff who's another fellow athletic person. Yep. What else do you guys listen to? Low post, no dunks, dream team. Yeah, dream Boom. team. Uh, the Daily Ding. Nope. It's uh, it's also part of the Athletic Podcast Network. They give a recap of the night's games before in like a 10-minute. Yep, yes, that's that. very good. Right, that's go. very good. It's very good. Grab that. So uh, the Forum Club is a Lakers podcast that Brett Dawson does. That's very good. Um, the Rice to Ricky Sanchez is probably the best like team podcast that's out there. That's for the Sixers, right? Yeah, they're very good. They're very fun. Um, if you're riding with children in the car, don't don't play Same that. Same thing with Vecini, by the way. Just yeah. a heads up. Uh, the Ringer NBA show, actually very good for the most part. I don't listen to the Heat Check one. All the other ones are good. Uh, shout out to Fast Break Breakfast. It's another good NBA podcast that's also like a comedy podcast. Uh, Round Ball Rock is purely a comedy NBA show that is hilarious. That is very good. Uh, and I think that's it for me, which is, I just said a lot. Yeah. I just don't but, have, you travel a lot when you draw or when you're working. Yeah, I just I, don't travel. My commute's like three minutes. <laughs> so I'll yeah. listen to them if I'm tra- travel- traveling somewhere else. And I used to listen to them when I'd run and stuff. I just don't run anymore. Yeah. Um, so anyway, anything we missed Taylor? Um, no, I mean, I just listened to go ahead, sorry. the Dan Levitard show is really good and yeah. they like basketball on that show. They do. But that's like all over sports. That's my number one podcast. I listen to me too. I listen show. to it every single day, all three hours every day. Yep. All three hours every well, day. It's br- no, the, on in the, the podcast, podcast they bring it's like, like 30 34 minutes. minutes. Yeah. It's so good. They're the literally best in the business in my mind. Uh, yeah. at, at, they just do a great job of balancing content and comedy they're funny all right wow next question from at jerry scott 33 is t ferg a better shooter than robertson who's more productive on offense ferguson's a better shooter than robertson more productive on offense is robertson yeah i was gonna say those are two very different questions robertson's not ever gonna be like and ferguson has good mechanics like he can shoot it he he can shoot shoot. he can shoot the basketball Robertson cannot, but Robertson found ways to be incredibly effective on the offensive end. Yeah. Any disagreement there? Taylor? No, no disagrees. Next question. Robertson, it's crazy. We shouldn't even be comparing him to 
other players right now. I know, man. He was so good. All right. At Evan he was ETM says, Atlanta calls and offers Parsons Reddish and a 2024 unprotected first for Adams and Nader. Nader what do you say? Yes, thank you. See you later. <laughs> right? Yeah. A 2024 unprotected first? Probably. I mean. That's, that's far away, but. I, th- I think you probably say yes to that. Um, I'm not big on Cam Reddish. Yeah, but that's another. What was he, top 10, 15? Yeah, yeah, he's a top. Uh, what was he? Yeah, he was a top 10 pick. But I'm just not. I just I just don't think he's he's not been good for them. And the complaints about him have been that he doesn't work hard. Nope. That's you not Sunderman nope. then. And so that's just, I don't know. I mean, he can maybe be good. He has a high ceiling, but a pretty low floor type of guy. So I don't know. To me, I, I like the, the sound of that pick. It sounds nice. I still, I would want a, probably more for Adams, mm-hmm. to be honest, just because I think he's that valuable to this team, to this franchise, to even the future of the Thunder. I think he's still very valuable, especially in the Western Conference. I think there's you, you need to have a good big man. Yeah. And... I don't love the idea of drafting a big. No. You know, like in the top 10. I don't love that unless it's a generational talent. I don't love the idea of that. And so just keeping Adams around, I rather than having Cam Reddish in one first-round pick, I would probably just rather keep Steven. So I'm looking at Cam Reddish's uh, numbers right now. They're really bad. They're really bad. I went bad. down to his college stats. He didn't shoot the ball well in college. I know. It's. I mean, it's. I'm not sure anybody shoots the ball well in college. No, no, JJJ. Is it historically bad? Thirty-five percent from yeah. the field. Yeah, from the field. Yes. He's always a. He's he's a guy that. I think he is still riding on his expectation coming into college. Yeah. See, high he's recruit. Like, oh yeah. yeah, highly recruited. He's got. I mean, he's six foot eight. He's got a good wingspan. He's got tons of skills. He's highly respected amongst his peers. But there's little evidence in the last two years that he's a good player. Very little evidence. He's just a high recruit. He's 32% from the field. Like that's jeez. It's it's not it's not good. He's not not been good. So I don't know. I would rather keep Steven than say like let's try Cam Reddish and then have one future first. I'd rather have I I would want more. And maybe I'm greedy, but I would want more. Just cuz here's the deal like we know Steven Adams is good. We know he's really good. And I, and I don't think that if they strip away everybody else and you just have Steven and Shea, I think you can still tank. Yeah. You're not going to be the worst team in the league. No. but You'll you, need some luck. Win like 28 but games. But you got to realize, like, the Grizzlies weren't – I mean, the Grizzlies got Ja last year, and they weren't. They weren't the worst, but you also can't – You need luck, man. You need it, luck. But more and more in all of this, you need luck. Like how, the Warriors are lucky to have had. I mean, it's it's an injury, but if Steph Curry doesn't hurt his ankle and get less than oh, I know. the max rookie contract extension, I know the Warriors aren't who they were. I know, it's true. You yeah, know, all you of have these to, guys have to be became lucky. better after their first what would have basically stifled their contracts. Well, the Thunder were like the Sonics when they got Kevin Durant. Were like they should have had like the seventh or eighth pick in the draft. So you have to you have to be lucky, you just do. Uh, what else? You we're lucky that we stole that we were able to steal a team. 
just right time, right place, right time, you know? We got a lot of stuff, a lot of questions about Chris Paul getting traded to either Philly or Minnesota. I think a lot of people think – I don't think Elton, Elton Brand is, is, has made some moves that are way more like win now, Tobias, Jimmy Butler, uh, the Al Horford signing, like all of those things. I don't think – that he's ready to pull the trigger on getting Ben Simmons out, especially not for a guy that's got three years left at $45 million and, and is 35 years old or whatever it is. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and then you also have somebody talking about the Minnesota Timberwolves. Every report after the trade came out is that they're going to they're trying to put something together to get D'Angelo Russell. Golden State's really driving that bargain up and saying, no, we they don't have to. Do it. I mean, yeah. it's just between two teams. Yeah. So, um, and I don't know. I don't know how – I don't know how Minnesota does it unless they're trying to get Wiggins into that, but I don't think Golden State wants Wiggins. Why would you want Wiggins at this point? Um, we have uh, Ben Elephant King. Andrew talked about a potential nah trade. Nikhil Alexander-Walker. His contract runs one year longer than Shea's. Should Shea feel, could Shea feel obligated to remain with Oklahoma City um, as long as his cousin's there? Uh, Shea would be ridiculous for not signing his extension. Like, that's... Pretty well, rare. I think he's he mentioned in his second tweet that he means in relation to the second contract. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I don't, I mean, I don't, at the end of the day, I don't think that that's leverage for you. I'd love to have Nah with him, though. Be I fun. like the idea of Nah. He's he's an interesting player. All right, next question. This is from at Jeffrey underscore Storm. What happens if Clint Capella and Dennis Schroeder touch the yellow spots on their head to one another? Would it be like the Planeteer summoning Captain Planet? And how good is the NBA Captain Planet player superhero that possesses the combined skills of Schroeder and Capella? I mean... Seven-footer that can dribble and shoot and attack and is incredibly fast. Fast as lightning? Yeah. That's pretty... That's an MVP. That's probably... Yeah. That's Pascal Siakam. (laughs) That's like taller Pascal Siakam with a giant... Does his whole head turn to yellow then? No, there's two spots on either side like horns. Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. I'm not kidding. I was at the Rockets game, <laughs> and I saw Schroeder giving Capella the business about the yellow spot. Yeah. He was like, like you could just tell him, like, annoyed and pointing to it. He should be annoyed. It's lame. Uh, okay, see, Dunder Miff won. Dunder Miff, Miffle won. Uh, if you became famous, what would you be famous for? Oh, man. Taylor would be a famous potter. Big Can pot potters head. be famous? Yes. Turtle? I mean, in, in the community, but not like... Turtle. Tortoise? Tortoise. <laughs> Turtle. <laughs> I don't think he's famous, though. Uh, he's so famous that I knew his name. <laughs> uh, I would be famous for uh, my Chippendales routine. Oh, really? Yep. That's good. Uh, I would be famous for uh, my Pokemon drawings. <laughs> True. Okay, that's the guy that draws the Pokemon. That's cool. Those are beautiful, man. Thanks. I love seeing those. I work really hard on them. I can tell you legitimately, ta- it takes some focus and energy. It does. Because you, you do a good job. I really try my best. I really do. Yeah. Give my all. Um, Chick-fil-A on those. Thank you. Thank you very Way much. Way better than expectations. <laughs> When you when you thought about me drawing Pokemon on, on napkins, napkins, you probably no. didn't think it would be very good, did you? No, Chick Fil A <laughs> with a, with a side of mac and cheese. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, 
uh, Benelvin King wants to know, is Kyrie's brain broken? Dude, I cannot believe he said what he said the other night about teammates when he took 21 shots, like shot them out of the game. That's what happened. And just came back from injury. That dude is out of his mind. It was, it's crazy. And if, if all he said was, man, like we need to get, we need to have a better team. Like all he could have said was, it'd be great to have KD back. But that's all. But then he goes and mentions a few players on the team. Doesn't mention other players. Like says like, we're good with these guys basically. And doesn't mention the like key players on the, he doesn't mention Joe Harris. Yeah. Like starters on the team. It's a, it was, it was weird. It's yeah. His brain might be broken. Uh, it's weird. It's just, I mean, did you not learn anything from boss, the Boston experience? Dude, he's, he's, I would be infuriated if that was the star of my team. Oh he's my infuriating. God. Yeah. He's, he's an absolutely infuriating player to have on your squad. Like, and the people, the like national people that think Russ is a bad leader, I can understand from the outside why you would think that. But yeah. I mean, it is night and day, the leadership that Russ provides versus a guy like Kyrie. Like he makes Russ look like. Yeah. Oh, such a great leader. One of the greatest Russell leaders is, among men. Yes, exactly. He makes <laughs> it's, it's astounding. It is. It's in, it's in, I'm in, I'm embarrassed for Kyrie. Yeah. Because I know that he I'm doesn't feel for his family. I know he doesn't feel embarrassed. And so I feel the embarrassment for him. Um, <laughs> When's Joe Harris's contract? He's up this year. Isn't this he? summer. He gets he like, got, gonna gone. Get, gonna get paid. Yes, he is. And the Nets can't pay him. I mean, they can. They have his bird rights. His nickname yeah, is Beef Jerky Joe. Beef Jerky Joe is going to go to Charlotte. I'm going to get paid. <laughs> he is going to go to Charlotte. Yeah, baby. Hey, Taylor, are you miffed and are you peeved? Miff, 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 miffed and peeved. Yeah, I'm miffed and peeved. One of my dogs has really bad storm anxiety and it's been raining a lot oh. up here. And so he won't go outside to pee. And oh, I know no. he has to pee. Yeah. And so this morning he wouldn't pee outside. And so I bring him in, and I'm like, all right, fine. I'm going to oh, put yeah, you back in the bedroom. Worst. And I pick him up, and I squeeze pee out of him, and he mm-hmm. pees on me. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Dog pee smells so bad. Because they're so dehydrated all the time. All I the tell time. him, boys, you got to hydrate. Drink some more water. Come on, there's always water readily available. I've been giving my dog Powerade lately. Just like, hydrate yourself. Yeah, so aid. Electrolytes. electrolytes. Yeah. Come on, dog. I, I forgot about this, and I didn't get a chance to miff and pee last week. Yeah. So hearing you all talk about coffee, mm-hmm. this was a while ago. It's a deep cut. January, yeah. the early January. Mm-hmm. The fact that Luke put sweet and low in his coffee, yeah, was the most upsetting thing I've ever heard. It's really that's a good point. That's it's really gross, and it really miffed and peeved me. Yeah. Sweet and low and half and half. He acts like that's just so great. Yeah. Oh, Jay didn't have the what do you call it? The <laughs> he kept calling it something. The fixins. He whatever. calls them fixins. I would not say sweet and low and half and half is like fi- is good fixins. So number one, like sweet and low is without a doubt the worst of all of the artificial sweeteners. Yeah, and it's, I mean, I'm, it, it's not good for you, and it also tastes terrible. Yeah, like use Splenda, but just use raw sugar, man. Just use sugar. 
You're not going to get fat off of one pack of raw get, sugar. Get back to the basics. Also, just I think it's pretty clear based on the rest of his diet that he's not worried about like <laughs> too much sugar or too many bad things being it's ingested. Like sweet and low. Good night, man. Except for in his coffee. That's the only thing. That's where the buck stops there. <laughs> That's the most Luke thing ever. That one probably sweet is low in a cup of coffee. That whole thing has to taste like twerked up. Like yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, I had the uh, the coils replaced on my truck. Reagan runs like just like a sweet baby ride right like, now. I probably should so have done this. I just drive that thing down the road. Just, mm, it's so good. Oh, I just enjoyed driving my truck today. I hate You're such a truck man. Oh, how much everything with cars costs. Yeah, I I got a I got a great day, man. Got a great <gasps> I got a great deal. I got a great truck. I got a great ride. Sweet ride going down the highway. G and B felt so good. Guys, can I can I tell you something I'm grateful and blessed about about cars? Yeah. Go to like AutoZone from now on. Mhm. Okay? Start with if there's a problem with your car, go to AutoZone first. Do not go to the mechanic. I have they have saved me hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Because they will a check engine light comes on, they'll check the computer for free. Yeah. And then they'll be like, "Oh, okay, no, all you need is to replace, you know, the Flu, some this fluid or whatever, and it's five dollars. AutoZone's brand, so it's only five dollars. Yep. And that's all they do. No upsell, no nothing. Mechanic, they'd be like, "Oh, we gotta replace your your freaking axle engine." Rotary girder. On that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tommy boy, rest yeah, in peace, Chris Farley. R.I.P. I miss you. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. It will always be. Hey, enjoy the two games tonight, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Better have like five games before we come back next Friday. I know. And it's going to get easier after they play Portland. Mellow returns. Think they have a tribute video? I hope so. <laughs> they better. Just him saying <laughs> after he got water poured on. <laughs> That's the only clip they show. <laughs> the tribute video has a lot of Jeremy Duncan and Jeremy Grant. Here's Jeremy Grant playing better than Noah. <laughs> <laughs>